Sporty Sports 47. Did I say 37? You sure did. Boy, that would be a window into the past. I wonder what episode 37 was. Do you think it was good? Uh, well, in the process of reading, of doing this speech, I'm going to find out. Wow, so you're just going to vamp the whole time. Yeah, I'm going to vamp while I'm doing this. You're notoriously bad at vamping. No, I'm not. I'm like a uh, a female magician from the 1950s. I've got the fishnet uh, leggings and everything. Hmm. I'm I'm keeping people... You're making an odd choice. (laughs) No. In the way that you're vamping. No. How about I tell the people what we're going to talk about today? How about I tell you it was Dead Woman of the Year? That was the episode. Oh, it was the Lonely Hearts Book Club. Yeah. Episode 37. Yeah. yeah. Dead Woman of the Year. There you go. I hardly remember that one. That wasn't I don't remember any of the old podcasts. I still want to read, uh, there's a couple, the the, uh, the Snowman. Yeah. I want to read. I'm going to yeah. try to read The Wolfen. We're reading, yeah, I'm reading The Wolfen this Halloween. Are you going to do it? It's going to be okay. scary. What was the last one we did? Oh, no. I was we did all the big ugly, batch. Yeah. yeah ugly covers. Green ice. So. Well, today we're going to talk about some exciting new books that we're excited about. Haven't read yet. Want to. Oh, list, these are books so. we want to read personally? No, no. I mean, oh, okay. Mine are. I, oh. Other books that I would like to read, but you don't You don't have to stick with that. It's just Whew. books coming out that you're excited about. So that's yeah. coming up later. Right now, we're going to fill you in on all sorts of it's stuff. It's our new sexy book club. Yeah, our new so, sexy book I, club. I don't remember that's how right. the song goes. Me neither. But uh, we'll, we'll splice it in, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, so Eric, what have you been reading, buddy? What have I been reading? Yeah. We're just going to jump right into that? We're going to start with Bookmark, yeah. No more vamping? You want to vamp some more? Uh, so I look, was saying to my... No, I, I haven't. I know I keep saying this, yeah. but I've been busy doing other stuff, so I'm still reading okay. that freaking uh, Caliban's War, sequel yeah. to Leviathan's Wake, book two of uh, the Expanse series. What? But I'm, I'm, I've gotten much more progress through it okay. now, so I feel like... I will have it done. All right. So yeah, I noticed a big batch. Hey, it's there's no judgment here okay. in all the books. It's not as not from me, not from our listeners. Though I do think you should be honest with them and tell them what's really keeping you from reading a certain app called Pokemon Go. Man, Pokemon Go has stolen my life. No, tell, not tell, my life. Yeah, it's your addicting. Life. Your whole life. No, but the good thing is your wife's into it too. So it's like it's stolen yeah. both of your lives yeah. simultaneously. I so. I think I took my dog on four walks yesterday <laughs> yeah. in oh, order okay. to go Pokemon hunting so and to go to the Pokemon stops yeah. because I ran out of Pokeballs. Sure. So every now and then I have in Wellsville we've got like six or seven Pokestops and the library is a Pokemon gym. Yeah. So if you're looking to do I'm, battle, this I'm is where you have to go. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. I'm not an expert. So I've so. got a good amount of Pokemon. I don't know okay. if I should brag, but I have a Mankey. Yeah. I hatched it from a 5K egg. Oh, uh, wow. So. If that's bragging, I certainly <laughs> <know>. <laughs> So, man, I almost caught a Nidoking. Yeah. But. I wasn't. I didn't have any uh, fruit to throw at it to okay. get it to right. get captured. So cool. it got away. Huh. It's very scary. All right. So in lieu of reading, you've been. I've been playing the Pokemon. No, actually, Go I've been watching you on Goodreads. Your progress on this book is like zoom, zoom, yeah, zoom. Yeah, so it's it's not as gripping as the first book was. I couldn't put the first book first down. First book's Leviathan Wakes. Yeah. yeah. When I started that, like I couldn't stop. I just wanted to like James Corey. It's yeah. James Corey. I think I said Lee last time, but it's James. Yeah. Um, I wanted to like get into the world and everything, and like I was reading huge chunks and yeah. this one it like only 60% I'm at 60% in now and I feel like the plot has started. Yeah. That's, so, that's a tough. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough run. Hopefully it's not that. how the rest of the series goes cuz I mean yeah. I'd like to read more but I don't know if that's par for course now. Okay. So just not as exciting. And they keep the, the Detective Miller from the first book, they keep one of the characters is like, I don't want to turn into him. And, and I'm pretty sure everyone who read the first book is like, uh, Detective Miller's a great character. <laughs> what are you talking about? You'd be so I lucky see. to turn into Miller. Weird. So Miller, played by Thomas Jane oh, in The Expanse. A Firefly. 
thing, uh, right? No. Did you say Firefly? No. Punisher, I mean. You're, Punisher. you're just thinking Jane. Yeah, I'm thinking Jane from Firefly. No, I no. was thinking Punisher, though. Yeah. Right? He plays the Punisher. Yeah. In the movie The Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quit saying the Well, Sorry. to be fair, yeah. he never really get, plays the Punisher. It's one of the, like, in the movie, he's not really the Punisher it's until, like, a like the scenario. end <laughs> of the episode, end of the movie. Okay. Yeah. So it would have been great to see him play the Punisher. Yeah. He played the Punisher again, kind of, in, like, really? a... YouTube five minute like movie he put together like oh. it's him Ron Perlman's in it just he kills some guys bizarre uh, outside a laundromat I think it's called Laundry Day okay or Laundry Change anyway and then bizarre. he then he gives a kid he saves his shirt that was he was washing uh-huh. the Punisher shirt the Punisher shirt so <laughs> but then I'm like but don't you don't you need that yeah like Spider Man's not just like here kid here's yeah, my Spider Man card my no, one costume. That. Well, I've been reading, I, I finished up uh, Kevin Smith's autobiography. Uh, it's not really so much about his life. It's more yeah. about, like, movie making. Which yeah, I th- you guys I are, like, best friends. Really Is your mic on? You're, you're coming in. You're coming in uh, I don't know, man. Quiet, man. You're the tech one. Nope, there it is. It's, it's on. on. It's just yeah. your I'm just naturally away. silent voice. Okay, sorry. Yours is more of the lullaby voice for small okay. children, and mine right. is more Soothing. like, hey, who's excited for Pokemon Go? Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll go with that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I finished that. It was really good. So check that out if you're, if you're a movie fan. Or a Kevin Smith fan. Or a Kevin or, Smith fan. So did yeah. you... Well, I don't know. How do you feel about the guy having read that? Because, I mean, you've I, seen most of his movies, I have, like all yeah. of them. It, the book actually wasn't as crass as I thought it was going to be. Like, really? It wasn't super crude. It was there. He okay. certainly had to do it every now and then. Yeah. But for the most part, it was just a story about like indie filmmaking and you know how the different studios operated. And as someone who's switching back and forth, seen I, his movies, I thought it was really fascinating. As someone who's seen his movies yeah. and listened to Fat Man on Batman a bunch, do you feel like he learned, learned stuff? I, yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I feel like he's a... a the type who sort of limits himself yeah. by yeah. going back to the well of like let's swear, you yeah, know, rather than like truly yeah. letting loose. That's why the clerks, think is kind of... clerks TV show was so good because yeah. they had to be like super creative about it. Right. It's so hilarious. Yeah, you said he, uh, he really uh, tears into Bruce Willis. Oh my gosh, yeah. So. If anybody's seen the movie Cop Out with uh, Bruce Willis and <laughs> all Tracy three of Morgan, you, <laughs> yeah, originally it was supposed to star Marky Mark and Will Ferrell, and they like had a falling out, and so they went over and made the other guys. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so that okay. was like Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan, and he and Bruce Willis did not hit it off. So that Kevin that Smith, Kevin and, Smith, and Bruce Willis, right? Yeah, yeah. Bruce not. Willis and Tracy Morgan seemed to be okay. Yeah, they seemed fine. Yeah, yeah. So Sean so William Scott. He, he, it was like a whole. The whole chapter was just like I used to love Bruce Willis. Now I think he's a monster. So it was really interesting. It was because they were they were in a movie. Kevin Smith and uh, yeah, he, Kevin Smith's in Live for Your Die Hard. Yeah, the fourth Die Hard. Movie. So they're. And he like that he, came after it. he rewrote his scene. Bruce Willis didn't like the scene, and they had to keep putting like expositional dialogue in it. So Kevin Smith rewrote it, and Bruce Willis was really happy with it. And so he was like, "Oh yeah, we can totally work together." But Cop Out <laughs> proved that wrong. So wow, Cop Out is a terrible movie too. Let yeah. me tell you what. I mean, it's it's just it's like it was made in 1994. That's what it feels like. Hmm. So if you're into that like 90s action movie yeah. buddy cop thing, then Cop Out's for you. Well, that's what Clerks came out, I think. Yeah, 94. I guess so. so yeah. maybe Kevin Smith is just yeah. stuck in. He's going back. So. It was a script. It was a weak script. <laughs> anyway, so I finished that. I'm uh, currently reading. I've moved over to a book club book. I'm reading Deal Breaker by Harlan Coben, the first Myron Bolshoi book. Page Turner book club. Yep, yep. Starting this one nice and early, so um, I'll be able to finish that. Uh, I'm also reading The Hottest State by Ethan Hawke, okay. the actor. Really? Ethan Hawke, yeah. Isn't the that Hottest State or The Hottest State? Hottest. Hottest okay. State. It's really good so far. No. I was telling my wife, it's like the writing itself is clumsy 
and sort of amateurish. Uh-huh. But the story and the characters I find oddly compelling. Huh. I read the first page and I was like, oh, I don't know about this. And then I just kept going. And now right. I'm like totally sucked in. So. All right, Nick, I it's need cool. you to hold still. There's a caterpie on your oh head. Just kidding. I don't even have the Pokemon app on. That's hilarious. <laughs> there was a caterpie in your salad. Really? Yeah, you and I went happened. out for lunch yeah, and I was playing happened. the Pokemon app. Yep. And there it was yep. in your salad. Uh, finally, <laughs> I'm reading a, a, a new graphic that we have in the collection called White Donkey Terminal Lance. And it's about uh, a couple of guys what? who are... We have this in our collection? Yeah, yeah, this is white. new? Yeah, it's new. Yeah, it's in my bag right there if you want to look at it. Uh, white Donkey Terminal Lance by Maximilian Uriart. And this is, this is a set in, like, it's a couple of soldiers who are in Iraq. What? And it's just... When did you get this? It's really good. It's brand new. It just I snatched it. As did soon you... as it got made, I, I checked it out. Did you get it but... from Publishers Weekly? Yeah. Oh. That's yeah. why I don't remember seeing yeah, it. Yeah, it's good reviews. It's... Uh... I don't know. It's different than the kind of thing I'd normally read, but I am really into it. So huh. I'll let you know how it ends I up, mean, but right now I would recommend it. We do talk a lot about like all the superhero graphics we have, but yeah. I think we do a pretty good job of getting... We do. Like, yeah. We get a lot of the new, like newer... Yeah. If, if something yeah. new, non-superhero is coming right out. Right now we have Patience. That's one of the yeah, ones that we Patience, have. Yeah, uh, Patience, Oyster Wars. Yeah, Trees is another one. What's the... Uh, the the Valiant. One, what's the one about the, um, the assassination? Kill My Mother? <laughs> no. no. Uh, maybe it's not. The New Deal. New Deal. Oh, that's not an assassination. No. Okay. That's like a, it's a 1940s, like, hotel heist type oh, thing. It's good. Okay, yeah. I think you'd enjoy it. I really think you'd like it. Oh, and War. Apocalyptica Girl. That yeah, a yeah. Good one. That was okay. That's that good was art. Sort of like, my wife just read um, uh, Paper Girls. By Brian K. Vaughan. Yeah, Brian K. Vaughan. I, I need to read yeah. that, yeah. She wasn't, she wasn't really that into it. Yeah. She always liked The Runaways, which he wrote most of The Runaways, but she didn't really, Paper mm. Girls didn't do much for her. Okay. She loves that one you like. What's that one? Giant Days? Yeah, she loves yeah. Giant Days. She's not by Brian K. Vaughn. She's no, not by Brian K. Vaughn. But she's eagerly anticipating. Yeah, Vaughn. Very. Anyway, so yeah, I'll let you know when I finish it. But right cool. now, I'm, I'm really into it. So, got a lot okay. of stuff that I want to read. I got yeah. a stack of books, so I'm trying yeah. to get through it quickly so I can keep up with life. Name name two of the books you want to read. Two of the books that I want to read. Yeah, that are in that stack. Oh well, I was thinking of graphic novels. Oh, okay. At the moment, go ahead. But share it. Uh, all right, this is an open environment. Okay, go ahead. I Our listeners a- want to know. Okay, come sure. on, listeners, tell them. I have a, an all new Captain America. Yeah. Called No Fear. Yeah. And then I have uh, the next Green, not Lantern, not Arrow. What is it? Hornet. The next Green Hornet. Yes. <laughs> I can't hear about you reading Green Hornet anymore. Hey, you ass. You bet. Um, hey, yeah. two things. One, I saw that down in the uh, the the office where things get ready to be put out yeah. we have a green lantern star trek yeah. book yeah uh, graphic novel Just getting ready to be set up that's out. cool hey that's a good that's a good transition next week we're talking star trek with a special guest from our past coming back so if you yeah. got a if you're star trek william shatner there, no oh no, it's not william shatner no leonard, leonard nemo no he's no. passed no it's our first it, we're, we're gonna have a record-breaking experience next week because we're gonna have a guest star come back for the third time wow everyone's favorite nick's brother steve everybody's favorite's nick's brother yeah yeah <laughs> so so steve's gonna be back yeah. via the past so, okay uh, yeah send us in any thoughts you have on star trek if you read any of the books or comics we have a lot in our collection check oh, them out nice and we'll talk about it next week okay we're also going to talk YA graphic novels down the road. We're going to talk Neil Gaiman. We're going to we're going to hit the top 100 nonfiction. So we always Ooh. like to hear from you. Okay, I said two things, but I think I said the second thing first, and now I can't remember what the first thing was I was going to say. Oh wow! So okay, thanks sorry. for taking me on the journey with you. I, really <laughs> I, I can't that. remember. I don't remember if it was yeah. about Green Lantern or Star Trek. It wasn't. We were talking about that White Donkey. No, oh. great. Forget it. Just okay. go. Just go, man. I can't right. do it. Oh no, that's it. I'm caught up. Oh okay. I'm all caught up. 
Cool. Yeah. So cool. let's talk. Uh, I, I'm not going to be able to think until I remember what the first thing oh is. Boy. Uh, you know what? I'll do my book dues. You never listen to that anyway. So what? Yes, I do. That'll give you some time. What's, Last what's week out? you said outright that you don't li- listen. Hmm. I don't remember so, saying that because well, I don't listen to the podcast. It's on there, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going to start with large print because you hate that. Yeah. Are you going to drink that Coca-Cola I got you? I gave it to you it's last warm. week. It's warm now. So you're not going to drink it? I'm not going to drink a warm Coca-Cola. So you're going to put that in the fridge? Yes, I'm going to put it in the fridge. Because it's been sitting up here since like Monday, uh, last Monday. I don't... I, we can air this later. Our dirty laundry. Okay. <laughs> Large oh, maybe that Punisher thing was called Dirty Laundry. That would be a good title. Make Me Love You by <laughs> Joanna Lindsay. A thrilling new novel from number one New York Times bestselling author, Joanna Lindsay. Oh, uh, one duel could be considered a matter of honor, but three duels are attempted murder. Whoa. With enlightened society outraged at such reckless behavior among young noblemen, the Prince Regent orders Robert Whitworth, the Earl of Tamden's heir, and Lord Dominic Wolfe to end their dispute by allying their families through marriage. That's silly. Whichever party refuses to comply will forfeit his lands and title. Okay. Sophie's choice, right there. Yeah. They choose, they choose their lands my, and titles. Uh, they choose, I don't... My in-law's dog is yeah. named Sophie. Yeah. And sometimes you can put stuff in front you, you of her and pick her. Yeah, she, she makes a choice. Okay. So, All right. And then you're like, oh, that's Sophie's choice. Oh, next is also large print coming out in September. This is a nice cozy mystery for all you mm-hmm. cozy mystery fans out there. This is by Elaine Vietz, I want to say. The Art of Murder. Well, congratulations, Elaine, on a, on a very, very unique a title. <laughs> Keanu, Keanu Reeves movie. Is that? You're he thinking can, of The Matrix. No, there was an old movie with Keanu Reeves. It was in the 90s. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. No, 90s. Bill and Ted's Bonus uh, Journey. He kills women, oh. and then he like covers them in like clay. Oh, so my they're gosh. like statues, and people wow. are like, look. It Last says, Ronin? No. Did you say Last? It's 47 Ronin. Oh. So you, you confused 47 <laughs> Ronin with Last Samurai. I sure did. Uh, Starring Thomas Jane. I, I can't believe. remember what it was. Just kidding. Tom what, Cruise. Tom Cruise. I know. And now I'm all confused. Anyway, yeah. I have no idea what it was called. Okay. <laughs> a, a creepy movie about Keanu Reeves, like, dipping ladies in, what, plaster? I think it's, yeah, I think it's plaster. And everybody's oh. like, look at the expressions on this art. It, the art of but murder. It's, but it's, it's really dead ladies. I don't wow. think it's called art of murder, but it okay. could be. I think all it's right. one of those, like, Roger, erotic hey, thrillers. Roger, we gotta, we gotta, can you... Okay, Roger, please take the headphones off. Yeah. We need you to look up this title. Yeah. Eric, what, tell him what this you This is his get. third smoke break. Oh, my God. This is your third smoke Roger. break since we started. Can, do, can we do... I'm, you know what? This is going in your file. Yeah, okay. we can't do anything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Th- this gonna, is a... We're going to come back to that later. Okay. Thanks, right. Roger. Yeah. No, nope, thanks. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Put that back... What is he doing? <laughs> He's leaving. All right. The Art of Murder by Elaine Vietz, from the national best-selling author of Checked Out, Helen Hawthorne must pose as a painter at Fort Lauderdale's famous Bonnet House Museum to catch an artful killer. This is book 15 in her dead-end job mystery. Can a cozy mystery involve murder? I thought the cozy mystery, like all the crimes had to be very like low-key. No, no, cozies are almost always murder. Really? Yeah, but it's just instead of like, and then he chopped her face off, it's like poison. Or something. Oh, you know, that is cozy. Like a gunshot or a knife. I guess I thought it was like simple. somebody's been stealing money. Yeah, from where's the... my jewels? Yeah, like, like the bakery's no. been robbed. No, no. I mean, that could be. That could yeah. be something. Somebody stole all my pies. Typically, they're murder mysteries. Okay. Like Murder, She Wrote. It's a cozy yeah. mystery. It's a cozy mystery. Okay. Yeah. It's cozy. It's lovable. All right. I learned well a little loved. bit. Yeah, you did. I think we all did. All right. Let's <laughs> move on to standard print. Oh, boy. An old favorite. It's coming back to town. Carl Hyacin. Have you read Carl Hyacin, Eric? No. He writes, it's, uh, you know, it's very humorous, his stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, he's got uh, it's a pretty, a pretty so uh, loyal and avid fan base. And it's been a little while since he's published. So, uh, Carl Heisen fans out there, uh, look out for Razor Girl 
coming September sixth. Hmm. The new full tilt razor sharp. Un- I see what they did there. Yeah, unstoppably hilarious and entertaining novel from the best selling author of Bad Monkey, Star Island, hmm. Nature Girl at all. So Carl Heisen fans, you got something to look forward to this September, don't don't they? A, a new book. Uh, J A Jance, you a big J A Jance fan? No, Jance. Yes. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking Janice the Muppet. Oh yeah, from uh, like hey, Kermit. Yeah, from the uh, what's the band? The uh, Doctor Teeth, The Electric Mayhem. Yes, Electric Mayhem. Doctor yeah, yeah, Teeth, yeah. Electric Mayhem. Yeah. yeah. What well, she plays like the tambourine or something? Yeah, I think so. The triangle does she play? I don't know. No triangle. Keyboards. Is, uh, animal. It's ah, ironic. Yeah, it's ironic. Woman. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, that's cool. Anyway, <laughs> okay. so this is not by a Muppet. This is by, <laughs> I mean, maybe. There's no picture. I don't know. This is by J.A. Jantz, number yeah. 17 in her Joanna Brady series. I can't believe you just not read these. You, you made the point of having to point out that J.A. Jantz isn't a Muppet. That's the first time in her life. That she's hit. Yeah, somebody's, somebody's like, listen, J.A. Jantz not is a not Muppet. a Muppet. She's not a Muppet. So, well, I could be wrong, too. Like I said, I don't yeah. know. I'm just guessing. Yeah. Uh, Arizona Sheriff Joanna Brady returns in this outstanding new mystery set in the beautiful desert country of the Southwest. Is the sheriff in Arizona? They're all in the Southwest, I'm pretty sure. Rattlesnake. No, it's not. With the baby on the way, her mother and stepfather recently slain, a re-election campaign looming, and a daughter heading off for college, Cochise County Sheriff Joanna Brady has her hands full when a puzzling new case hits her department, demanding every resource she has at her disposal. Man! Well, That's a lot going on in her life. Yeah. She's got one daughter going off to college. Okay. She's pregnant. Yeah. Her mother and her stepfather were murdered. Wow. She's got a campaign looming. Uh-huh. How does she balance it all? She's How does she do it? She's just a strong, independent woman. She's a real superhero. She's a strong, independent person. You're right. So no there need you to make that distinction. Yeah. Wow. Well, hey, Joanna Brady, you keep it up. And fans of J.A. Jance, look for <laughs> Downfall, uh, number 17 in the Joanna Brady series, coming out is it Brady or Bradley? Brady. It's Brady. I was right. <laughs> September 6th. Coming out. Right. Uh, and finally, oh, big Eric's a big fan of this author. He read all of his books, I think. Yeah. Had him over for Thanksgiving. This yeah. Last. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Alex Cava. <laughs> Who? Right? Yeah, yeah. Your, old, your friend Alex Cava. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, Alex. Uh, Shout this out. This is called Reckless Creed. This is book three in the writer creed series okay so this follows uh, a young apollo creed yeah just kidding that's not as he's experiencing life showing creed arms wide open yeah we're (laughs) (laughs) we're showing the movie creed pretty soon yeah what's the date on that couldn't tell you i I got nothing in front i don't know rod never mind i'm not even gonna ask i'm not even gonna ask no he's not gonna ask roger Roger, i didn't ask you it's not a problem you're not supposed to be drinking on the job i don't know what that is no i don't care if it's i don't you're not even you're not even supposed to have a makeshift bar what is that he put together a makeshift bar yeah he's got problems i think he's stealing all the erasers yeah what he wants what is he erasing (laughs) how much are you writing it never mind (laughs) man pencil loving jerk uh reckless creed in the new edge of your seat thriller from new york times best-selling author alex cava writer creed his canine search and rescue dogs, oh yeah, and FBI agent Maggie O'Dell find themselves at the center of a dire and mysterious case. He's got dogs. Yeah. He's got a little dog army going out there finding yeah. stuff. Hey, it's warm in here. I know I already took off my overshirt. Do you mind if I take off my undershirt as well? I can handle it, but I don't know if our listeners All right, can. now I'll keep it on. You're yeah, right. That's a lot. I mean, it's, a, a lot. it's, a audible, it's an audio format. So nobody could tell if I was recording shirtless. They would you know think the know? swagger coming yeah. through in your voice. You'd be like, anyway, ooh, that's better. 
So if you're an Alex Creed, no, not Creed, sorry, an Alex Cava fan, yeah. Reckless Creed, book three yeah. in the Writer Creed series, yeah. coming out to you September 27th. If you're a Creed fan, uh, get out of the 90s. The world's been waiting for you for about 16 years. Does Creed still do anything? The band? Yeah. I don't think so. They break up? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't tell you anything about Creed. I wish those guys could have just made it work. Yeah. You well, know, they're six talk. feet under. Just talk about it. So, are they not? Dead? No, that's a song. Six oh, feet under. sorry. Okay. No, they're not. They're not dead. All I know is arms wide open, and you already used that one, so I don't. Yeah, wanna... sorry. You know higher. I don't... How does that go? Can you carry higher? Oh yeah. Yeah, I do know that. Yeah, right. That's that's quality. Yeah. Oh boy, I'm excited. You know, I'm going to mention one other one, not on my list, but I happen to know that John Grisham has a new one called The Whistler. How do you know that? Coming out on the list in October. Do you I have a special line? I read things. Is this like uh, the Batman hotline that James Gordon yeah, has? In I have a, a big... It's, my phone is blue, Okay, it goes right to the Grish cave. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I call him up. Can you call him up right now? Uh, I can't. Why? I just... He's, takes his, uh, he takes his evening constitutional. Evening? It's time. 2 o'clock. Here? He's not in New York. Oh. Get with the times. Okay. I can't, I can't tell you where he is. Oh. But I gave you All a big right. clue because you know where he is is evening. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send Ryder Creed and his human-sniffing dogs out to find John Grisham. <laughs> Just to prove it. Anyway, right. The Whistler by John Grisham yeah. coming out in October. Yeah. Hope it's better than Rogue Lawyer. Because I, spoiler alert, hated. Is that, is that what you told Rogue him last Lawyer. time you guys talked on the phone? Oh, no, I didn't tell him that. Oh, I thought it was very bold to go in a different direction. And he was like, well, thank you. That's what I wanted. And I was like, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> so Otherwise, I mean, he's got a legal training. Sure. So he would pick me apart like yeah. that. Yeah. He'd be like, well, what specifically did you like about it? And I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> the cover was so just yeah. like eye-catching. You know what's sad? What? How much he needs that affirmation. I know. Yeah, out of all the books he sold, do you think he would have been okay with it? All he does is sits yeah. down and just spins gold. That's hey, all what, he does. What was the episode where we talked about John Grisham? I don't if, know, but hey, coincidentally, my brother Steve was here. Okay. If so, I hear one more thing call about back, your brother Steve. Hashtag Borch. We called it a hashtag what? Oh, that's right. That's the weird nickname yeah, that you call weird him. Yeah, it's childhood nickname. Can you explain it to the listeners? No, I don't know what it means. <laughs> okay. I've never known. It's just a sound. Uh, it just makes me think of the Swedish chef from Muppets. Yeah. Uh, that's two Muppet impressions I've done. Here's one of our like earlier guests. Yeah, like maybe our third guest. Grish was the first, uh, the first time Steve was on the show. Time for Grisham, episode twenty. Episode twenty. Yeah. If you want to yeah, revisit Grish, go back yeah. to episode twenty. We just need a it's list of like topics. Yeah, we talked about during episode, and we need Roger to get off his butt don't, and actually be. Don't, a fan. I'm sorry. For heaven's sake. I'm sakes. sorry. He's over there setting up a basketball hoop in the How office. How many candy dishes are you gonna break? <laughs> what are you doing with candy? <laughs> Anyway, I, I'm sorry. I just okay. So oh, man, boy. I'm very loud today, according to my mic reading. So I'm yeah. just gonna back the mic up a little yeah. bit. I'm gonna try to not think about Pokemon. Maybe Stop lower my excitement level. About this, they don't want to know how the sausage is made. The Pokemon? No. What? You're making Pokemon sausage? It's a pig. Uh, not at the first one fifty. Yeah, I'm never. So. I'm not gonna eat anything from a pig that came out of an egg. That's bananas. Yeah, it's so confusing. All the Pokemon hatch from eggs, but there are definitely <laughs> mammalian. Pokemon. Look at you. Here's the thing. Yeah. Primate and Mankey, right? Yeah. They're no, mammal Pokemon. Sure they they come from eggs. However, yeah. they're primates. So in the Pokemon universe, do people then believe we not only evolved from uh, primates and Mankeys, like that's their all, like, yeah. you know, your Mankey evolved into a primate, but your primate evolved into your brother. Hmm. But then does that mean people in Pokemon also hatch from eggs? Could be. Maybe this is, maybe Pokemon <laughs> is actually just like a spinoff of Mork and Mindy. Because the orcs looked human, but they came out of eggs. Ooh. So, yeah. Oh, Gross. yes. Oh, coming out of an eagle. <laughs> okay. 
Um, Does that count as a Muppet impression? I wanted no, to tell no, you in book news, and no, this is book you. news. I wanted to tell you in what we've been reading, our bookmarks, okay. that I started the show 1123. <gasps> Stephen King. 63? 1122, 63. Yeah, yeah. So. Stephen, Stephen King's novel starring yeah, the one and episodes. only James Franco. We, we watched the pilot. Yeah. And uh, we kept waiting. We kept thinking the end credits were about to happen, yeah. but because the pilot's an hour and a half, and we uh, thought it was only an hour. So we're like, time. end credits. But yeah. No. I really like the Bag of Bones miniseries with Pierce Brosnan came out several oh, really? years ago. That was that was solid though. Okay. Did you uh, did you read the book? Bag of Bones. Twenty two. Oh yeah, yeah. I read okay. eleven twenty two. Did you like it? That was great. Yeah, I pounded through that. That's a big one too. Yeah. Well, it's eight episodes. Yeah. So according to the commercials, James Franco goes all in, and I have in that pilot, I saw no reason to disagree. He's, it looks he like he's committed in. to he's it. He's gonna go yeah. all in. Wow. Chris Cooper's in it. Okay. I didn't recognize him at all in the commercials, and as soon as he was on screen, I was like, oh yeah, Chris Cooper. Mm. So. Hey, he was also in the Muppet movie. Oh my gosh. A lot of Muppet this stuff. Is, yeah. Happening. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Man, if one of the Muppets was our. Like, if we had Scooter oh, as yeah. our assistant instead yeah. of Roger, we'd yeah. be so much Scooter more effective. Be and anytime he like made a mistake, it'd be hilarious. Yeah, it would probably be. just. His clipboard would go flying in the yeah. air. Man, Scooter's. Yeah. Would you say he's one of the best? Yeah, he's one of the best. Okay. You want to get yeah. to book news? Just don't ask him about Skeeter. He does not like to talk about it. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, book news. Let's All right. These are news. the books that are coming out July 12th. And we'll hey, move on to our Muppet Spotlight. Today's July 11th. That's 7-Eleven. Make a wish. Oh, my goodness. 7-Eleven. Open 24 hours. Is that what your wish was? No, I'm that just it would be open 24 you. No, it is open 24 day? hours. That's a wasted the, wish. It's, a, it's an example of something that outgrew its name. 7-Eleven? Yeah, because it used to be they were open 7 to 11. That's why they called themselves 7-Eleven. But then they switched uh, to 24 hours, so... So they're 7 24. But 24 hours just sounds trash. 24-7. 24-7. That's yeah. okay. All right. I'm going to start sounds with like, nonfiction. Sounds like a song from the 90s, but... Because I don't think there's a lot. I love you 24 silver. So is that a Malcolm McDonald? No. <laughs> Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. You don't know me. <laughs> okay. That was pretty good. Thank you. All right. Take you know what? To the streets. Is that... Still Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald, okay. Uh, I'm not going to start with nonfiction. I'm going to start with the paperback. Normally we don't say when something's becoming paperback, but I feel like this warrants it. I'm going to guess. Is it Girl on a Train? Girl on the Train is coming out on paperback July 12th. So Take that. I think it's finally going to be off the uh, hardcover bestsellers list. It's Reign of Terror might end so, with this. And now, so. and now it's going out to destroy all paperback Yeah, look sales. out, paperbacks. So, so if you haven't read uh, Girl on the Train because you've been waiting for it to be nine eighty nine on Amazon. Yeah. Now's your time. Wow, look at that plug. Are you getting an Amazon coin for this? Yeah, big Amazon. What? So, it's more so the rainforest. They they don't care what I'm talking about. As long as I say the Amazon, they they know that some people still think of the river. You're in the pocket of big rainforest. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They they send you, like, Brazil nuts in the mail every time. Yeah, I get cocoa beans every now and then. It's great. Jaguar paw prints in the mud. They've... That sounds really good, This is right? a great endorsement yeah. deal. That's great. So, All I have is sneakers. All right, here's some nonfiction. Real food, fake food. Why you don't know what you're eating and what you can do about it by Larry Alsman. Larry so, Zonka? Uh, yesterday I realized I was eating a brick, and I don't know what I can do about it. What are you talking about? I was eating like a literal brick. Like a literal it, brick. That was part of a building. What was I supposed to do this about it? This is crazy. This book will help me out. This is blowing my mind what you're saying. <laughs> you're stupid. All right. <laughs> uh, hey. Yeah. Future friend of the show, future friend of the library has a book. Yeah. Uh, Chance Development Stories by Alexander McCall Smith. Ah, yes. We actually have this in the house behind lock yeah. and key. He doesn't no, not look like um, Richard Dreyfus. Really? Yeah. In this picture. Huh. A little John Lithgow, a little Dreyfus. Do you think people would be more excited if we had Richard Dreyfus coming versus Alexander McCall Smith? Like, McCall Smith is coming the 20th, by the way. Right. October 20th. So you're saying if Dreyfus was here and was like, I was in Jaws! Yeah, if he. 
if he was here being like, I was in both stakeout movies. Yeah, you know. yeah. What about Bob? Classic or the best movie ever? Oh, you're turning to somebody else. You're like Woody Allen for a minute there. Oh, boy. That was fun. <laughs> what about Bob? He's <laughs> going to visit his analyst. <laughs> okay. Ready about this? Yeah. I've got Sand in All the Wrong Places. Whoa, Lisa Scottaline and Francesca Saratella. Oh, boy. I guess they've written another book before. James Patterson style. Is that... Oh, okay. So it is um, Francesca Saratella not like a known author? I, I don't know. You it's not a name yeah. I recognize. I okay. don't know. Well, there you go. I'm going to stand in all the wrong places. You know who would hate that? <laughs> Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, he sure he'd, would. He'd kill a whole tribe of yeah. uh, raiders. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. Nine Women, One Dress by Jane L. Rosen. It's a charming, hilarious, irresistible romp of the novel that brings together nine unrelated women, each touched by the same little black dress that weaves through the lies, bringing a little magic Hold on a minute. Hold on. This is just an adult ripoff of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I think some people are offended that you would say Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants isn't adult. It's for children. <laughs> okay. Well, Nine Women, One Dress. It's the Jeez. Sisterhood of the Traveling Little Black Dress. Yeah, seriously. Uh, the Innocence, a Quinn Colson novel by Ace Atkins. Now, oh. you, you went to a baseball game with Ace Atkins. Is that right? Yeah, I was his bat boy. Really? No. I'm okay. just kidding. Ace Atkins, though, has worked. Uh, he took over some of the Robert Parker stuff after Robert Parker passed oh, away. Okay. I don't think he's doing it anymore. I heard he tipped over. He tipped over. Like Robert there was a display of Robert B. Parker books, and he just was like, <laughs> yeah. take that, Robert B. Yeah. Robert now B. on the floor. Who's shadow? <laughs> okay. The Kingdom. Everything's coming up ace. Ace <laughs> hey, Atkins sounds like a jerk. I know he does. He's probably really nice. Yeah. We don't have any proprietary knowledge of Ace Atkins. Do you say proprietary? Like we own knowledge about Ace Atkins? No, we don't. We don't have any like in- inside scoop. Okay. The Kingdom by uh, Fuminori. Nakasuma. You know what? That's not how you say it. Your eyes crossed a little bit when you said that. Uh, Fuminori Nakamura. Okay. Man, I read this name five times before I came up here to do this recording, and I said it right each time. Well, I appreciate your dedication. Whatever. The Light of Paris, Eleanor Brown. Now, I want you to... You got that one just right. Yeah. Brown. I, <laughs> I want you to imagine Brown. I'm talking about Madeline from the Madeline Children's the Book little, series. The little, like, French girl? Okay, yes. Okay. With the little red hat and the blue dress. Yellow hat. It was a yellow hat? Yellow hat, red hair. Oh, thank you. Uh, Madeline has always felt like a failure. She's the one whose expressions ruin sorority... Oh, whose expression ruins sorority photos. The person at parties who would rather be at home reading. The old maid at the age of 30, spending her entire life trying to fit in, has only left her looking like she has everything, but feeling like she has nothing. Wow. This is a harsh adult Madeline spinoff. <laughs> right? Making her way so, in the world. But when she discovers a journal detailing her grandmother's wild romantic summer in jazz yeah. age Paris, she begins to wonder if there's more to life than playing by somebody else's rules. Is role. this an adult Madeline? Right? Wow. Grandmama, I found your journal. Yeah. <laughs> With a little bit of imparted wisdom from Uncle Babar. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Uh, the Black Widow. They're not related. By Danielle Silva. Now, this is, of course. Uh, Daniel. Danielle. No, what it's a man. Daniel. Daniel Silva. You said Danielle Silva, because you were thinking Danielle Steele, probably. Oh, Daniel Silva. Yeah. The Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Otherwise known as Are you calling the... him the Black Widow? No. <laughs> the Avengers character. He's, this is, he's writing Avengers fiction now. You're lying. No, it's just the Black Widow. We have this at the library. It'll be available as well. This is so confusing. It's not really about the Avengers character, Black Widow. Oh, okay, there you go. So it, Daniel it's just... Silva, just like a political thriller called the Black Did Widow. Did you say Danielle Steele? Daniel Silva. Ah. <laughs> 
Silver is hard to say. It is you want to say, say silver, and you feel yeah. like you have a speech impediment yeah. while you're saying silver. Yeah, it sounds like, or like you, you have some sort of accent. Closet, yeah. Oh, look at this wicked hot silver. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Put it in your purse. The first episode of eleven twenty two twenty sixty three. Yeah. We saw you know JFK. It's hard not to. Yeah, I know. Just you know. Yeah. Get into it. So. <laughs> James Franco, where have you come from? <laughs> you don't belong here. Uh, oh, man. You ready for some uh, colons? Ooh, oh, my gosh. I sure am. Life debt. Colon. colon. Aftermath. Colon. colon. Star Wars. Colon. colon. The Aftermath Trilogy. Colon, colon. Yeah. By Check Wendy. This is the sequel to uh, just Aftermath. Oh, that, Star one Wars that, Aftermath. that one that tanked. Did it tank? Yeah. I think. Well, I think it sold okay, but the reviews are all like, this is the worst book ever. Is that true? Yeah, yeah look at that. They were Amazon real, real star rating. Two and a half stars for a Star Wars book. I know. Whew. I know. And people read those with a big old grain of salt. You know so. what I was thinking? Yeah. When the movie came out, episode yeah. seven came out, there were like nonstop books being released. Yeah. And since then, just two. It's weird. Yeah, it's true. And then I have wanted to read. Yeah. Well, I think I'm focusing more on comic books. Like yeah, that's Every true. character their own. All right. You know and that blue elephant guy from Return of the Jedi? Yeah. He's got his own comic book. That's great. Yeah. yeah. About so. his life. Pretty cool. The just like rise a, and fall of his band. Yeah, just like a, as a working musician. Okay. Raising his two blue elephant children <laughs> by, by himself. You know. Okay. So. Uh, the Land of Stories, an author's odyssey by Chris Koffler. This is a kid's book series, The Land of Stories. It is very popular. Like from Glee? What? Chris Koffler from Glee. Is it? Well, he's written books. Has and he? movies. Yeah. I think that's him. I couldn't tell you. Chris Koffler... Uh... All right. Well, it doesn't say anything about here. It's unimportant. Is, is, it, is he like very pale? Kind of looks like an elf. Yeah. Uh, hair stands up a lot. Yes. Yes. That's it. Okay. Yep. Well, anyway. Yeah. It's him. The Land of Stories books are very popular. Yeah. That's. They're, oh no, that's definitely him. Land of Stories. Yes, okay. That's him. They they check out all the time. Yeah. So Kurt from Glee, right? If, books, you, if you have kids that are into uh, the land of stories new one coming out surprise them with a new book do you, do you know much about that is there is it like other is there like a, a no that, that's a little bit below my oh that's my true. field that's of like expertise a, that's a junior book right that's like so, 12 and under sort of yeah okay so there we go that All was right. the end of book news you want some new york times bestsellers list? that was the end of book news yeah none of those things excited me not even sorry one. man really ace yeah. atkins i don't care about you it, have no. something to talk about next time you go to a baseball game Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Um, ready? Number 10 on the New York Times bestsellers list. Sorry, Nick. All the Light We Cannot See it's by Anthony up. Dewar. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 113 weeks on this list. Jeez, right below it is The Nightingale at number 11. That's, that's over two years at this point. Nightingale at 11 also went up because I think it was at 14. Yeah, so it, it might be back on the top 10. What on earth? Number 9, Foreign Agent by Brad Thor, hater of all independent book releases what do we call them uh self-publishers yeah i read an interview where he just like tore them apart oh wow so called them unprofessional outspoken guy yeah i'm not a brad thor fan i don't like those books i'm i'm less of a brad fan and more of a thor fan sure yeah son of odin yeah 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 yeah, yeah. big fan yeah uh god of thunder yeah so yeah poses donald blake occasionally yeah (laughs) all right right. number eight before the fall Noah harley Yes, you know what? I was in a bookstore over the weekend, and I picked that book up, and it's interesting. You know what it's about? It's, it's like uh, a about plane, a private jet crash. Yeah, a plane crash, and it's just like a guy and a little kid survive. And it's sort of a flashback, and you, you hmm. find out more about the lives. It sounded interesting. Cool. I picked it up. It didn't grab me. but Okay. After You, it's the sequel to uh, Me Before You by Jojo Moyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's to us at number six, Ellen Hildebrand. Mm-hmm. Number five, Girl on the Train, Paula Hawkins. 
I'm, I am interested to see when it comes out on paperback well, if it still stays. I, I mean, is the Nightingale and... Oh, you think those are out on paperback? I've never seen them in paperback. Oh, you no, know I don't know. After what, two years. Something like active. Girl on the Train, do you think they're just like, maybe we should put it out in paperback now, as opposed Could to... Could be. I mean, they're probably trying to yeah. beat the movie rush, I would think. Number four, End of Watch by Stephen King. Nice dropping. Yeah, it was... I mean, it's his fourth week. Yeah. Uh, number three, The Girls by Emma Klein. Mm-hmm. Number two, The Games by James Patterson and Mark Sullivan. Oh, yeah. That's this the one that's the, occasionally Private Rio. Yeah, it's a private novel yeah. taking place... Uh, as the Rio Olympics are being mm-hmm. organized. Who did you say the co-author was? Mark Sullivan. Oh, interesting. Who is that? Oh, no. I mean, he's worked with him a lot. It's just Maxine Pietro tends to write the private ones, too. So. Okay. Number was... one, new this week, First Comes Love by Emily Griffin. She's Wait, just... what comes next? I'm not sure. Marriage? I, I usually... Followed by a baby in a baby carriage? I think a breakup. First comes Ooh. love, then comes the breakup. No. Then comes the no. Facebook stalking. No. Oh, well... <laughs> Yours is more realistic. Mine, mine has a song with it. So. Oh, okay. First comes love, then, then comes, comes stalking, then comes Facebook, Facebook being blocked. Look out, you're blocked. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a great song. Uh, two sisters, one successful lawyer with a small child in an unhappy marriage, the other a single teacher who yearns to be a mother, mm. struggle toward forgiveness after 15 years of estrangement. Mm. What is this called? First comes love. First comes love. That's then right. comes marriage. You sang about it for so long, yeah. I forgot what the title was. Yeah, man. Okay. Yes, you did. All right. Man, I wish we could turn on the air conditioning we and can. or the fan. No, we can't. But we can't. No. Because it would just be a constant humming sound. Nope, in this. we're a little, uh, turning into a little pizza oven up here. Yeah. Just for our listeners. Speaking of pizza oven, uh, the Wellsville, yes. at the Wellsville Library on yeah. the 12th, yeah. July 12th, yeah. what, what, do you, what do you call it? The Chamber of Commerce is doing a pizza and wings <laughs> contest out front. Mm-hmm. And we have with us one of the esteemed judges of the panel. Yes, judge. Mr. Eric Donna yeah. Mickles. So congratulations. Uh, coming, what was that? Eric J. Mickles. That's right. Yeah, I, I have never done it before. I don't know if I'm going to be an authority. Yeah, I asked Eric if he would do it, and he was like, I don't know, I'm not an expert or anything. This is the man who's eaten pizza and wings all his life, yeah. made pizza and wings yeah. for a lot of years. Yeah. You're as close to an expert, unless they could get Chef Boyardee in there. <laughs> You're the one. Yeah. Well, his speciality is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pasta. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be good. Speaking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, what if we got Michelangelo as a judge? He'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, he'd be great. He'd be like, do you have any anchovies to put on this? <laughs> that was a weird Michelangelo. Yeah, I was sort of going with a new one, and then I kind of... Okay, yeah. Freaked. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think if I tried to do it, it would come out as shaggy. I want to hear it. You know, like, uh, he, so he wants pizza. No, can't do it. Yeah. Like, Zoinks, man, it's me, Michelangelo. <laughs> well, maybe we should just get shaggy. Look, oh, yeah. That yeah. would also be good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Occasionally, Shaggy's a vegetarian. If you ever watch the old Scooby-Doo, whenever Casey Kasem's voicing Shaggy, he eats no meat because Casey Kasem insisted. Huh. So that's a little bit of a the more you know. Did Casey Kasem the books. ever not voice Shaggy? Occasionally. Huh. Yeah. Some like shows. When, when he was going for like a pay increase. When like... he, I don't know. In the, in the more recent ones, he was still around and he would occasionally voice yeah. Shaggy, but not in a lot of Hey, man, speaking of voice actors, I know yeah. he's, I'm pretty sure he passed away, the voice of Uncle Scrooge. Yes. Uh, he's, he's passed away. It was a while I ago, right? I what his name is, yeah. Uh, Alan Young. Alan Young. Okay. Well, I was uh, I just downloaded and I bought and downloaded. It was a remake of the old Nintendo Entertainment System oh, yeah. DuckTales game. Yeah. And I loved that game. They, they got, they have uh, Alan Young voicing Scrooge McDuck. That's it was awesome. the last, I'm pretty sure it was the last time. He Does was like 93. Good? They sound good. Still. It sounds just like Scrooge McDuck. I thought That's they jotted awesome. a really Alan good impersonator. Alan Young also played Wilbur in Mr. Ed. Live really? action, yeah, that's hilarious. Hello, Wilbur. Yeah. Oh, well, yep, he, he's right on, 
right on point yeah. with uh, in that. So it's, it came out in 2012, so it must have passed away. I sometimes listen to a podcast called It's a Duck Blur, where two Australians talk about ducktails. Yeah. It cracks yeah. me up. One of, the, one of the Australian podcasts I listen to, uh, one of the guests every now and then shows up on that podcast, oh, okay. Nick Mason. Cool. So... I might have to listen to that. It's, it's funny. Fun. Yeah, it's not. I mean, they talk about the duck, DuckTales episode, but it's more just like listen to them talk about how silly it is. How, right, because wasn't it like one Mrs. Beasley was giving like Uncle Scrooge a bath or something? Yeah, yeah. there's all sorts of stuff. It's yeah. just weird. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, good times. Uncle Scrooge might be the worst person ever. He's pretty bad. Because yeah. like in the game, it was Huey or Dewey. They were trapped in a cage. Yeah. And he's like, where's my money? And yeah. Dewey's like, what about me? And he's yeah. like, oh, Right. Yeah. My nephew. Yeah. He's certainly, uh, he's got a one-track mind. Not Ebenezer Scrooge. Uh, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. In the game, you can go into the vault, dive into the, all the money, and just swim around. Yes. So that's a fun time. That is fun. All right. We got to get onto this segment, man. Okay. Well. This is, uh, Nick and Eric's Sexy New Book Club. Let's sing that theme song. Are I can't, yeah. One, two, three. It's sexy. It's, it's, new. it's a book club. It's a book club. We don't know everything is sexy new and sexy. book club. Sexy! <laughs> All right, let's both say sexy on the count of three. One, two, three. Sexy! sexy! Okay. Okay. Uh, so what we're going to do in this one, <laughs> yeah. rather than picking old books from the stacks that have never been Boo, loved, yeah. we're going to go down and we're going to pick up some books fresh off the shelf, books uh, we're excited about, books that we're ready to read. Uh, now Eric, in uh, his wheelhouse, has pulled out uh, some YA books and oh, he's geez. desperately trying to grab I got the shelf. <laughs> so these are new books in the YA section that Eric's going to be talking about. I grabbed a couple from the adult section. Yeah, Nick's convinced he's an adult. Rude. <laughs> So we're just going to tell you a little bit about them. Uh, you can get excited about them if you want. Yeah. Yeah. They're here at the David A. Howe Public Library. Yeah. If you don't come to the David A. Howe Library, but come to another STLS library, we'll send them to you. Yeah. No sweat off our backs. Yeah. Just put in a request. Yeah. They'll come to what you. What does that mean, no sweat off our back? Like we're nervous about it? I think like it won't won't cause us to sweat from yeah. our backs? Yeah. I when do you we'll sweat put from us your to back? a lot of like strain, physical strain. Oh, okay. You know? If you're like shoveling. Probably Even if like... It was a problem. Yeah. I still don't think I would sweat in the process of sending a book to somebody. Yeah. Like, even if I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I wouldn't sweat. Right. It would be no sweat off her back. Is no. What you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. In, in any circumstance. All right. Well, Sorry, man. Yeah, no, it's okay. I'm, I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad we talked about that. Uh-huh. It needed to be said. All right, buddy. You know what else needs to be what? said? Uh, lollipop. Hmm. You're right. Okay. I'm going to talk to you first about Tom Clancy's Duty and Honor, a Jack Ryan Jr. novel. I feel by, like we just talked about this By recently. Grant Blackwood. Because it was on the bestsellers list. It was on the bestsellers list. Oh, and it's gone already. Yeah. Ooh, flash in the pan. Look yeah. out. Well, you like so, the cover. As you know, Where is it? Uh, America's favorite storyteller, Tom Clancy, uh, mm. <laughs> died yes. several years ago yep. now. And some of his characters have continued. He's playing Rainbow Six in the Sky now. That's right. Most notably Jack Ryan and Jack Ryan Jr., Uh who this novel stars. And then other things that are just like in the Tom Clancy wheelhouse have been continued by other authors. Uh, So this one by Grant Blackwood. He's Mm -hmm. written a couple of Jack Ryan Jr. novels now. Um, Have you read Tom Clancy, Eric? Have you ever read uh, I have read The Hunt for Red October and Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six. Okay. And I've played Splinter Cell. Okay. Which they've also adapted into books. Yeah, that's there was a, some of those. There were some talks a while yeah, ago, and I think it was when George Clooney was still kind of in an actor's jail for not making great movies. Right. Uh, where he sounded like he was going to play the main character from Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. I can't remember the main character's name from Splinter Cell. I don't remember it either. That drives me crazy. I've read, I've read Hunt for Red October. I okay. Like that. I've also read Hawks, which yeah. is just a Tom Clancy's I have. Hawks, so. 
Red Rabbit. I can't remember what it's called. Red Rabbit's one. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. Doesn't seem like it is. Okay. Red Sun Rising. It doesn't matter. Okay. But I have another one that I want to read. Okay. Well, my feelings about The Hunt for Red October, you see if you agree with me, is that... It's great? Yes, but, (laughs) like, it's just over... It's just too much. It's overly long. It is. You know, chop out 200 pages, and you got to... It's interesting, though, how... moving plot. uh, Clancy, because Reagan was seen reading Hunt for Red October, and he said it was a... He said it was a exciting yarn or something like that. He said yeah. it was a good exciting yarn, and yeah. like sales spiked yeah. for it. So yeah, well, if, if Ronald Reagan knew anything, it was excitement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I so I haven't read tons of Tom Clancy. <laughs> I just imagine him talking to him. Oh, talking boy, to this is a quite yeah. a yarn. What was, his, what was Nancy Reagan oh, talking Nancy. to Nancy? Nancy, I can't put this book down. I just can't stop reading. Stop this offering. Book. Yep. I love it so much. Anyway. <laughs> You're going to have to feed me my jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> I love his jelly beans. JFK, uh, big James Bond fan. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> because JFK because also of the cold liked the ladies. Oh, I see what you're, I see what you're <laughs> no, going that's, with. No, that's political folklore. We don't know that for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. Trying to get... The point of all this is that It's Tom... not folklore. <laughs> I love the ladies. <laughs> if I had to tell you the truth, I think they loved me back. <laughs> I like it looks like you're rapping. He's doing a hand motion, it looks like he's rapping, but it's Tom Clancy he's... Duty and Honor. The thing that appeals right, to me right. about it is that uh Grant Blackwood's a very different kind of writer. I mean it's the same Have you read Grant Blackwood? I haven't, no. I've I've read some of this book, just sort of picked it up when I'm on the desk or whatever. Okay. And I want to read it. Like, I'm definitely, I'm planning to read this one, because it just appeals to me for some reason. But the writing seems, it's a little bit more crisp. It's a little bit more to the point. I think it's a it's a quicker pace than you'd find in traditional Tom Clancy. Uh, so, I don't know. I like the title. I like the cover. The cover is like a gun, <laughs> but in a, in like an x-ray. Red, red print, big Tom Clancy. Right. Uh, Duty and Honor, Grant Blackwood. It's just, it's a, it's cool. It looks like a cool book. Yeah. It's a good length. Yeah. Uh, it looks fun. So I'm planning to read that. Let me, let me give you a little bit of the start here. All right. Eric, are you all right with that? Yeah. I, I feel like Chapter I did one. this wrong. Alexandria, Virginia. Jack Ryan Jr. would later wonder what exactly had saved his life that night. One thing was certain. It hadn't been skill. Maybe the heft of the bok choy had brought him a split second. Maybe the mud, but not skill. Dumb luck. Survival instinct. The supermercado was neither in his neighborhood nor near his frequent errand stop, but it did have the best selection of fruits and vegetables in Alexandria. So Ding Chavez had told him eight months ago, yet it had been only recently, since his forced leave of absence from the campus, that he'd become a believer. (laughs) Being unemployed had given him a lot to think about and plenty of time to broaden his horizon. The one frontier he'd so far refused to explore, despite his sister Sally's exhortations, was binge-watching girls on HBO. (laughs) That was his Rubicon. No crossing the river for the Roman legions, no chick TV for Jack Ryan look out hmm. anyway uh so that's we have this uh, actually our copy is checked out at the moment mm-hmm. but we can put you on hold for it if you want it uh and it, it looks like a good it's getting good decent reviews yeah. <laughs> i said good and then i saw and they're not that great but huh um you know i think old school tom clancy might not it might mm. not gel quite so much because it's a more i think a modern take yeah. on the character so anyway okay. what do you what do you got buddy red storm rising oh okay. that's what it's called okay. i have that one all right. What am I? All right. So I grabbed this one. I'm not going to read this one. What? What do you mean? Uh, these are these are ones I. That's okay. I think I'm going to read. No. I mean, not... I might. You I don't might have... get sold. No, you don't have to. I just picked. That's the only one that okay. I was actually. Well, no. I just wanted to grab this one. Uh, has been pretty popular. It's been on uh, 
New York Times bestsellers list because New York Times also separates the young adult books. Okay. Uh, it's called My Lady Jane. What do you think of the cover? Remember, it's not appealing for us. It's probably appealing yeah. for the young adult females. It's, I like the – okay, so it's got like a – it's got a woman in like traditional – I don't know. What would you call queen that? Queen wear. Yeah, I like queen wear. Sure. Yeah. Old old school. Mm-hmm. It's got a pinkish font, My Lady yeah. Jane. And then it's got little – look like little corrections yeah. written on it. It's a good so, cover. It's a good um, cover. Red Rabbit is a, is a Tom Clancy – Books. Yeah, but so I think I'm thinking Red Storm Rising. Okay. So this is called My Lady Jane by Cynthia Han, uh, Brody Ashton, and Jody Meadows. Okay. Um, let me read you this thing. I'm ready. Long live the king, Edward. Edward is the king of England. He is also dying, which is inconvenient, as he's only 16, and he'd much rather be planning for his first kiss than considering who will inherit his crown. One, the guy's 16. Yeah. Get, my first kiss was at uh, six. So. I don't think that counts as like a romantic kiss. Oh. That's like just a schoolyard. Eight? No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, then, maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe. I guess it depends. Probably about 19 then. <laughs> you think about it, like, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you're not going to allow me my uh, preschool kissing, yeah. then yeah, 19. Okay. Are you happy with that, Nick? That, that's respectable. Why not? <laughs> okay. you, took, you took your time. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, Jane is Edward's cousin and far more interested in books than in romance. A little Unfortunately. What? A little Christopher Walken either. You were like, Jane. <laughs> Edward's cousin. Unfortunately yeah. for Jane, Edward has arranged to marry off to a secure line of succession. And there's something a little odd about her intended. Okay. Guilford is a horse. That is, he's a uh, Ethian for the uninitiated. Excuse me. Every day at dawn, he becomes a noble chestnut steed. But then he wakes <laughs> at dusk with a mouthful of hay. It's all very undignified. Oh that God. took a turn. I didn't that think we were going to get into uh, people turning into horses. No. The plot thickens as Edward, Jane, and G are drawn into a dangerous conspiracy. I'm sorry. Did you say Edward James almost? No. With the fate of the kingdom at stake, our okay. heroes will have Edward. to engage in some conspiring of their own. Edward James almost. But can they pull off their plan before it's off with their heads? Huh. By Harper Teen. Okay. Um, so this is this is not a choice for you personally. This no, is just one but this you... is this is a popular one. I thought yeah, yeah. we uh, let people know that we have it in our yeah. collection. Uh, the de- the de- yeah the dedication is for everyone who knows there was enough room for Leonardo DiCaprio on the door <laughs> from the so. film Titanic. Yeah, and it also says, and for England, they're really room. sorry no for sense. what we're about to do to your history. So they I probably guess... would have been warmer if they would have been on the door like together, huddled together. Yeah, instead of so. Leo just like. Dunking himself like a tea bag in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. But his heart will go on. So yeah. that's, that's one thing. So it says stuff it says sometimes history gets it all wrong. So I think Uh-oh. even just this like description that I read doesn't get into the full one. This is a pretty big book, as you can see. I can see. Thank We're you. looking at like five hundred pages. I had a teen yeah. ask me. Daunting. She she was looking for a five hundred page book that wasn't part of a series. And I was like, well, you know, if I could find that, I'd be a rich man myself. An interesting conundrum. Yeah, (laughs) but it's true. So anyway, My Lady Jane, very popular out there in the world. So we got it in our collection. Come check it out. Okay. Well, my name's... Hey, this square root of uh, summer, I talked about that last time. It's been very popular. Square root of summer, okay. Sexy new book club. So has The Doll Master by Joyce Carol Oates. Yeah, it has. That I talked about. It's Uh, never here. Yeah. uh, Our own Jessica, who works at our front desk. A lot of uh, patrons will recognize her. Yeah. She's been reading that. That's true. It says it's it's all very, like, psychological, like, people just killing each other scary. Huh. Like, not, like, supernatural. Not, like, dread. Just, like, a guy comes off, gets off a bus, comes into your house, and kills you scary. Right. 
Yeah, Jessica Lowe, she's a scary lady. I know. Our friend Ben, who made our theme song, is reading Jack of Spades right now. Nice. So yeah. interesting to see what That was a five-star book for me. I know, you loved it. Yeah. It was exciting. <laughs> was it? Yeah, yeah, I was excited. Yeah. I was happy that you liked it so much. Okay. All right, what yeah. else? What, what sexy new book do you Marrow, have? Marrow Island, Alexis M. Smith. <gasps> Marrow Island is so, in the bones? I think so. Ooh. So right away, look at this cover. That's, That's a good a cover. Good cover. It's like, you know, sort of a black background, and then you have, uh, like, silhouettes of tree branches yeah. uh, in green, and then you have a white crow on top of one of them, and, and sort of buried in that, it says Marrow Island by Alexis M. Smith, author much, of Glaciers. Much better than that ugly one you got, The uh, Defendant? The Defendant. Remember yeah, that one? It was, like, one? all text. And then yeah. we had a patron see the book and ask her and ask to see it, and she's like, yeah. so what is, what is this? Yeah. Like, he's a father, he's yeah. a client, he's a defendant. <laughs> He's all those things. You know, the cover. Well, the cover for this doesn't really tell you anything. It just sort of gives you a vibe. No, I like it, though. You I like the colors. You think, yeah, I, I like the, the green. Too. It's a good use of colors. Yeah. So this one is, is pretty new. Uh, it was stamped in on July 7th, so just a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, let me give you a little bit of a synopsis here. Okay, hit me with it. Uh, what would you give to save the thing you love the most? It's been 20 years oh. since Lucy Bowen left the islands. 20 years ago, the May Day quake set loose catastrophic waves along the west coast from Alaska hmm. to California, shattering thousands of lives. 20 years ago, Lucy's father disappeared in an explosion at the Marrow Island oil refinery, a tragedy that destroyed the island's ecosystem and sent Lucy and her mother to the mainland to start anew. 20 years ago, Lucy and her best friend Katie were just Puget's Puget, Puget Sound children, tucked <laughs> up under the desks, hovering under mylar sheets, hoping to survive. Mm. Now Katie, Katie writes with strange and miraculous news. Marrow Island is no longer uninhabitable, no longer abandoned. She's part of a community, a mysterious colony that has somehow conjured life again from the marrow soil lucy returns hmm so it sounds a little creepy to me okay interesting let me give you a little bit of text uh no i don't know if i want to give you a prologue okay let's start this okay uh chapter one the islands the sun had just set i turned down the lane to the cottage arrows of light shooting from clouds in the horizon the air was warm with a chill settling at the edges tall trees darkened the driveway i could see the shape of the house but few details my phone licked away through the front door and kitchen to the fuse box. I switched the breakers, heard the fridge rattle, and, and an encouraging tick from the water heater turned on a few lights. Faded notes on my mother's hand were taped to everything, on light switches and cupboard doors and appliances, explaining how and what to do to revive the place. I read each one, not ready to but rely on my memories. Mom had been renting the cottage out to friends and acquaintances for years, but this was my first time back since I was 12. I like it. Okay. I like the style of writing. Yeah. You gonna do it? I, yeah, actually, I think I'm gonna check this out right now. Really? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go for it. So is that next when you finish? Odds, not odds against. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. Yeah. Cool. Well, Good. actually, hottest state. Okay. I've got those two. I going. can't keep track about it. Well, I've I started listening to uh, Deal Breaker on audio. Oh, uh, okay. So Who's reading sort it? Of going concurrently. No one. I'm, I've never heard this guy read an audio book right. before. So. Good narrator though. Yeah, he's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, he's no Ian McShane. Now, who is? Yeah. So, man, can I tell you the the book club gang loved Odds Against? Yeah, I heard the they club ran kind of short because like there wasn't anything yeah, else to say. We all no, just liked it. Yeah, that's happened. Just like the only other time I feel like that's happened was when we read the Judas Go by Robert Parker. We really? just got there. We're like so good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See so you guys next month. <laughs> you know, <'cause> it, <laughs> it just wasn't. There was no that's like. Funny. Oh, really? I didn't catch that. Everybody was. Did you? The same did page. you see that coming? Well, I, I thought that they would like it. I didn't know. And I brought the extras in the series because I thought, oh, this is going to be a popular one. Right. So I brought them along. All of them were checked out. They checked out. Wow. They sort of like fought over which ones they wanted to check okay. out. Okay. But yeah, really popular. I didn't expect them to love it. I right. expected them to. I thought it was going to be one of the better ones. But Very cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Um, all right, second one. I might actually read this one. Okay. Uh, and I think you'll be able to figure out right yeah. when I read you the title. Sexy new book club. The Geek's Guide to... Sexy! The Geek's Guide to... <laughs> the Geek's... Book club. I, I Roger, I can, we, can we turn to, down his monitor? Like, can we just Roger, turn off... don't you touch I'm it. sorry. Roger, don't you touch he it. He doesn't know how to work the, the microphones. The first time he gets out of his seat is when you ask him <laughs> to do something he's not supposed to do. For heaven's yeah. sakes. Oh, maybe we can use that. Hey, Roger, don't get us a soda. Don't go get a soda. Okay. He's you know on, what? He's don't do you. He's yeah. on to you. Uh, anyway, don't get up. Take that box of paper clips out of your bag. Roger, why do you even need that? What them? are you going to do You're with 200 paper old. clips? It makes no sense. What do you sense? get a clip? What are you... Anyway, this senior oh internship program has not, not worked no, in our benefit. It's a total bust. It is so, a total bust. I find once they're 80, they just feel like, whatever. Yeah. What do, what do I got to yeah. listen to you for? I know. You're going to fire me? whoop de doo yeah. no, that's right. I can get an internship anywhere. Yeah. Yep. It's been harsh. So. I punched out Clark Gable. You <laughs> yeah. think a little turd like you is going to tell me what to do? Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So. No, we know you've said that, Roger. We know we were it quoting you verbatim. It was a direct <laughs> quote, Roger. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Uh, all right. The Geek's Guide to Unrequited Love mm. by Sarvenis Tash. That name is made up. That's gross. Uh, here's the cover. Did you just call the name the guy's name gross? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. That's the cover. Oh, boy. So, oh uh, boy, it's a oh no, it's a teenager, sort of obviously a geek, yeah, just hanging out in a homemade superhero costume, homemade superhero video game ish costume, yeah, yeah. He's got balloons that say heart shaped balloons that say I love you. He's sitting on the bus, he doesn't look happy. It looks like either the bus isn't coming, but maybe not the unrequited love either. I don't think so. And this is on the back cover, he looks a little bit more uh poignant. He's got yeah, he's in good shape, yeah, you know, he actually is, yeah, he's pretty, pretty tough guy. All right, let me, let me read you this. All right, hit me with your best shot. <clears throat> Graham met his best friend, Roxy, when he moved into her neighborhood eight years ago, and she asked him which Hogwarts house he was sorted into. Oh, boy. Graham has been in love with her ever since. But now they're 16, still neighbors, still best friends. Uh-oh. And Graham and Roxy share more than ever moving on, uh, share more than ever moving on from their Harry Potter obsession to a serious love of comic books. <laughs> when Graham learns that the creator of their favorite comic, The Chronicles of... Alfina is making a rare appearance at this year's New York Comic Con. He knows he must score tickets. And the event inspires Graham to come up with the perfect plan to tell Roxy how he feels about her. <laughs> He's got three days to woo his best friend at the coolest, kookiest con full of superheroes and supervillains. But no one at a comic book convention is who they appear to be. Even Roxy. <laughs> Can I tell you this story sounds eerily familiar? <laughs> and Graham is starting to I feel realize, like I know these people. <laughs> and Graham is starting to realize fictional love stories are way less complicated than real life ones. Wow. Oh! It's a lady. That is familiar, that story. It's a lady who writes this. Oh my gosh. Uh, Sar- this is crazy. Sarvenas Tash was born in Tehran, Iran, and grew up on Long Island, New York. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. She's dabbed in all sorts of writing, including screenwriting, copy, and uh, professional tweeting. Boy. Pick a medium, sir, that Was wow. that it? Did I say it right? Uh, I'm just going to read the first line. Please. I know we've been friends for such a long time, Roxana. I only have about five years' worth of memories without you in them, but here's where the next panel would come. And in an ideal world, I'd ask Roxy, Roxy herself to help me figure it out. She would sketch something, sometimes just a ghost of a line. And on the best days, a dying ember would ignite, and suddenly... I know exactly what came next. I need her. I need her to help me figure out how to tell her I love her. Wow. <laughs> Ghost of a Line would be a good book title. Oh, that would. Wasn't that good? Yeah. Creepy, eerie. Yeah. So are you going to read it? Because I was not sold. I might. Book. Actually, 
the title caught my eye when it, in the description caught my eye when I got it for the library. But there's another book called The Cure for the uh, Common Cold. Universe. Oh, Common Universe. I think it's called. Okay. And I might want to read that one instead. It's okay. about, um, I think it's about people in rehab who use video games to overcome their problems. Yeah. So I might read that one instead. Okay. Reading this one, I was, I was like, oh, that's not exactly... Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of like, let's go to Comic-Con. But maybe it'd be good. Maybe, I mean, it's short. Yeah, it looks, it's short. It looks innocent enough. Two, 252 pages. Yeah. A quirky little teenage love story going to Comic-Con. Maybe I'll yeah. give it a chance. Maybe you will. So, maybe you I will. never asked anybody to Comic-Con. To tell you the truth, I wasn't actually uh, great with ladies when I was younger, when I was a teenager. Stop. No, I, I know. I know I keep it very cool and collected now. They just didn't understand But when I was a teenager, really were. yeah, it just didn't me, didn't. me and girls just didn't click. Didn't click. So it might have been my lack of muscles. Hmm. Could have been my lack of uh, yeah. maturity. Yeah. Could have been my extensive Pokemon card collection. Yeah. So Any of those things, any one of those yeah. things, I think yeah. would have done it. Believe it so. or not, back then I had a hard time not talking about things that weren't X-Men or Jurassic Park related. That was just coming off the heat of Animorphs, too. Huh. So... Back then, you didn't. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, people can change. Yeah, we can. So, yep, and I've changed. Keep, keep, I haven't keep. talked about X-Men on this podcast yet. Just got to keep hoping that people Have I? change. Have I? On this Nick? episode? Oh, this is, I, I said podcast. Said, yeah. Not in this episode. This podcast. This whole 47 episodes. Have you talked about the X-Men? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Did so. Did we even talk about X-Men Apocalypse? I can't remember. I liked it. No, it's not the time. You didn't like it. I don't think you really liked it that much either. What? Do not tell me what I did and did not no, like. I'm just saying. I had a fun time we, at yeah, X-Men Apocalypse. All right, yes. yes. I'd watch it again. Okay. I'd watch it again in front of you. And no. you'd sit there going like, Eric, stop, it's not good. And like, shut so. up, Nick. I don't think so. I'm enjoying I'm, hey, I'm the glad, action. I'm glad you had fun. Thanks, man. All right. I'm glad you could be that person. Final, I don't get it. Final book for me is an oh. uh, author I've never read before, Ruth Rendell. Very popular. I've never heard of her. Uh, our children's librarian, old Katura Cappadonia. Big fan of Ruth Randall. Okay. So. Name me a book she's written. Uh, Dark Corners. Okay. That's the one I'm <laughs> She's also read the girl, wrote, written, written The Girl Next Door. Nope. I don't know. Either. No idea. Anyway, this one's Did she good. write Girl on the Train? And the blurb, every aspect of Ruth Rendell's dark art is splendidly showcased in Dark Corners by a little guy you might know, Stephen King. I'm not familiar with him either. Stephen King. From what? Uh, the Literary World, Stephen King. He's okay. Name me the book the character was in. Uh, no, no, no. He's a real. He wrote The Shining. He wrote Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. Okay, Revival. Is this, or, is this a series? Hodges trilogy. Is this like? Dark Tower. Is, is, he, is this all like a series? He's written. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. He's an, he's an up and comer. Let's just say that. Okay. All right, Ruth Rendell, Dark Corners. Let me give you a little bit of. Oh, let's talk about the cover first. It's a banister. It's a curve in a banister. Dark corners. Yeah, it's a dark corner. I'm not and gonna lie. The uh, the font is. I, it's a very compelling yeah. cover i'm gonna tell you that probably in this house dark yeah. corners are part of the design yeah do you like yeah. what i did there i do it's dark chili, necessities it's yeah, yeah, dark yeah, yeah yeah a part of my, my design, design. Yeah. okay uh people magazine had this to say a spectacularly compelling story of blackmail murders both accidental and opportunistic and uh-huh. one life's faithful unraveling this is the final novel from ruth rendell one of the most remarkable final? novelists yeah she, of her she passed away did she die oh my gosh yeah she did when look at that Ruth Rendell, 1930 to 2015, won three Edgar Awards, the highest accolade from Mystery Writers of America, as well as four Gold Daggers, not, not Gold Digger, and Diamond Dagger for outstanding contributions to the genre from England's prestigious 
Crime Writers Association. Her remarkable career spanned a half century with more than 60 books published. A member of the House of Lords, she was one of the great literary figures of our time. Well, this well, sexy new book has taken a dark turn. It has. It's, it's so turned this a, a, this is a, dark a, a, a dark corner. So this is the final uh, final book from this author. Interesting. Okay. Very, very interesting. I guess. Okay. Death is interesting. When his father dies, Carl Martin inherits a house in an increasingly rich and trendy London neighborhood. Cash poor, Carl rents the upstairs from room and kitchen to the first person he interviews. Cash poor? Dermont McKinnon. He doesn't have cash. He's not, he's not liquid. <laughs> that is mistake number one. Mistake number two is keeping the bizarre collection of homeopathic cures that his father left Ugh. in the medical, medicine cabinet, including a stash of controversial diet pills. Mistake number three is selling 50 of those diet pills to a friend who is then found dead. Oh, jeez. Dermot seizes a nefarious opportunity to blackmail Carl, refusing to pay rent and creepily invading Carl's space. Ingeniously weaving together two storylines, Rendell describes one man spiral into... Darkness. No! That's all right. Darn it! That's okay. And murder as he falls victim to a diabolical foe he cannot escape. This is masterful storytelling that gets under your skin. Brilliant psychological suspense infused with Rendell's distinct blend of wry humor, acute observation, and deep humanity. Chapter 1. For many years, Wilfred Martin collected samples of alternative medicines, homeopathic remedies, and herbal pills. Most of them he never used, never even tried because he was afraid of them. But he kept the lot in a cupboard in a bathroom in his house in Falcon Muse, Maidavale. And when he died, they went, along with the house and its contents, to his son, Carl. Carl's mother recommended throwing it all out. It was junk, harmless at best, possibly dangerous. All those bottles and jars and sachets just taking up room. But Carl didn't throw it out because he couldn't be bothered. He had other things to do. If he'd known how it, or one particular item among all the rest, would change his life, transform it, ruin it, he would have emptied the lot into a plastic bag, carried the bag down the road, and dumped it in the big rubbish bin. Huh. Wow. The plot interests me. It sounds interesting. I'm not a huge fan of the writing. Okay. Super British. Right. Yeah. That can be tough. Mm-hmm. If you're not British. Or yeah. super. So... What do you got now, Did buddy? you just put that on the pile for you to check out yourself? You going to hold off? I, don't know, I might. I'm going to try to decide between those two. I think I'm going to go Marrow Island. Okay. Right. Uh, I've got this one. This one has also been very popular. Okay. Uh, it's called You Know Me Well. What do you I think lo- of the I cover? I like the cover. I All like right. Cover. It's, uh, it's yellow cursive yeah. to say You Know Me Well. Yeah. It's got a bridge of what looks like... Golden Gate Bridge? Golden Gate Bridge, maybe. Yeah, I think uh, so. We'll probably find out when we read the description. And there's two people walking on the Golden Gate Bridge. And look at that. It's a novel. This is by Nina LaCour and David Leviathan. Uh, David Leviathan has written, written a lot of YA books. Another day, uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Will yeah. Gra- um, okay. And he wrote Will Grayson, Will Grayson with uh, John Green. Okay. So uh, let, me, let me read the description for this, for you know me so well. Okay. Uh, Mark and Kate have sat next to each other for an entire year, but their paths outside of class have never crossed. I feel an Eleanor and Parker situation I, coming I, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is until Kate spots Mark miles away from home, out in the city for a wild, unexpected night. Kate is lost, having just run away from a chance to finally meet the girl she has been in love with from afar. Mark, meanwhile, is in love with his best friend Ryan, who may or may not feel the same way. When Kate and Mark meet up, little do they know how important they will become to each other and how, in a very short time, they will know each other better than any of the people who are supposed to know them more. Told in alternating points of view. Oh boy, uh, <laughs> that is very Eleanor and Parky. Yeah, it is deeply honest story about navigating the joys and heartaches of first love, one truth at a time. So there you go. You want to give me a little uh, first chapter? Saturday, Mark, chapter one. Oh boy. What you just you reading in your head? 
You're supposed to read it out loud. Is it sexy? Is it sexual? It's a little sexual. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Could you tell that my face is getting red? I was like, oh. Yeah, you're trying to find a part. So, of it. yeah. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Well, you don't have to read it. Okay. Boy, now we've just made this book so much yeah, more. Yeah, people are like, I need that book. <laughs> I got to find that sexy book. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do a quick run through of the books that we talked about, and then we'll wrap this uh, okay. sexy new book club up. My Lady Jane by Cynthia Hand. Uh, Duty and Honor by Grant Blackwood, Tom Clancy. The Geek's Guide to Unrequited Love by Sarvenas Tash. Marrow Island by Alexis M. Smith. You Know Me Well by Nina LaCour and David Leviathan. Dark Corners by Ruth Rendell. We just kind of turned into uh, Reading Rainbow there. Take a look. It's in a book. Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, trademark. <laughs> yeah. That's ours now. <laughs> no. It's, yeah, we took it. We took it back. Yeah. No, not back. We never had it. Reading Rainbow? Yeah. As a kid? Yeah, you're right. Did you ever see the Star Trek episode of Reading Rainbow? I did, but you don't have to take my word for it. (laughs) Very good. Thank you. Uh, What do we got coming up at the library? Moving on to library news. Uh, We're showing Allegiant, the film Allegiant, the third movie in the Divergent (laughs) series. Okay. It's... Three of possibly four? (laughs) Yeah, it's... We're showing that uh, July 15th at 3.30 in the Nancy... How auditorium. I always want to oh, say yeah, Nancy A. Howe. I know. It's not. I don't know she what didn't her name was. marry and yeah, take his middle true. name as well. No, I don't think so. so. That'd be very uncommon. Yeah. <laughs> not impossible. Yeah, that's true. uncommon. Yeah. Teen Anime Club. Okay. Wednesday nights. Wednesday anime nights. Yeah. We got free voice lessons for teens. Uh, all you singing teens. Uh, okay. Available all on right. Thursdays at 3.30 to 4.30. Cool. What else you got? Well, uh, my book clubs are currently reading uh, Art of Fielding by Chad Harbach, Deal Breaker by Harlan Coben. We've got a couple of movies coming up. We've got the uh, Kids Matinee Dreamer at 10.30 on Wednesday, Wait, July promise 13th. me it stars Kurt Russell. It's a Kurt Russell. Dakota, yes! Kurt Russell, Dakota Fanning. Oh, okay. yeah. That's fine. Uh, Tuesday the 12th, so depending on when you're listening to this, you may be too late, but Tuesday the 12th at 6.30 we have the Mad Cat Puppets, the Monsters of Baseball. Yeah. The poster is terrifying, and I apologize about that. Yeah. The baseball looks very scary. It's not a scary show. It's a fun yeah. kids' family show. Green Monster from Boston. Six thirty, maybe. <laughs> no, six thirty. Wait, really? Six thirty on Tuesday the twelfth. Green Monster. I don't know. It's a mascot in Boston. Oh, it's it's maybe. the Boston Red Sox mascot. Okay. The, the I mean, stadium is. We no got the Green Monster as the wall and okay. the monster itself. Okay. Do you not know about the Green Monster? No, I don't. I'm oh. hearing this for the first time. Okay. It's exciting. I'm learning yeah. something. Right here on all yeah. the books. I think so we got a couple of good kids programs coming yeah. up. We got Jedi Academy followed by a showing of the Clone Wars coming mm-hmm. up. I believe the twenty third. Mm-hmm. We got the Town Theater of Short Tracks going to come and do a musical, The Fantastics. Yeah, uh, Sunday the seventeenth. It's time. I want to say yeah, two o'clock. Seven dollar tickets. Now that's uh, a story about four scientists that get exposed with cosmic yeah, rays and yep. trans- mm-hmm. transform mm-hmm. into superheroes. Fight Doctor Doom. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Maybe he's pretty. Yeah. Maybe he's super ugly. We don't know. Am I orange? Yeah. Am I a monster? Perfect. Who am I? What thing am I? One thing I do want people to know. One thing? Yeah, I get it. On the 16th, Saturday the 16th, uh, we're going to open up on a Saturday in the summer. Uh, 8 o'clock book to 2 p.m. We're gonna, yeah, it's a, it's a book sale. We got a great batch of books this year. During the Balloon we're open Rally. All day, balloon Rally Saturday, yeah. We're doing a tours at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. That's a family-friendly tour. Yeah. Not that the other ones aren't family-friendly. Well, but the 9 o'clock tour is geared towards kids and families. Yeah. Then Eric's doing a tour at 11, and I'm doing a tour at 1. Yeah. So if you want to see all the nuts and bolts of this joint. Yeah. And you're hosting a book club on a hot air balloon. Is that right? Your hot yeah, air hot balloon air book balloon. club? Hot air balloon book club, yeah. That sounds great. It does sound pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not doing that. That's a lie. We made that up. Yeah. Uh, it was but if license. you do that, tell us. We'd love to hear how it goes. 
Okay. Oh, you know what? I mentioned what we were doing on Twitter, and we did get one come in. Uh, oh, actually, on Facebook. Facebook user Kendra said that she was really into The Stash Plan by Laura Prepon. It's a good intro for healthy eating. Pre-pon. Whatever. And how to plan your meals. She got a lot of good tips from it. So that was her, like, exciting That's the book new book. where so. they talk about, like, storing, like, make, cooking all your food on one day oh. for, like, three days. Oh. And you keep it, say, and then you just only have to, like, heat it up or slightly cook it. Oh. You know what I mean? So your meals are planned right. throughout the week. Huh. So. so you have, like, a whole day of cooking? Yeah. Ugh. Well, I mean, Girl. I guess, yeah, it depends on how my wife did it. Yeah. And uh, I had a bison patty. It wasn't so bad. A bison patty? Yeah. I've had wow. buffalo before, but uh, in, like, the hamburger, it was pretty good. Nice. So. Interesting. That's all. Okay. There's something else in there that I liked. I can't remember, though. All right. Cauliflower. But that's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, remember, you can always find us on SoundCloud.com slash all the books. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. We need those ratings. Yeah, so that do people it. No, you low. No, don't. Things. I mean, you know. No, you have to. Roger, will you? No. Okay, Roger. Roger, don't. don't that doesn't stand for one star. Do not. I know what that stands for. Do not get him involved. Sorry. So please rate us on iTunes. You don't even know how to use iTunes, Roger. You can always chat with us on Twitter at All the Book Show. Uh-huh. And remember, we want to hear your thoughts on Neil Gaiman on Star Trek, favorite nonfictions, and all YA graphic novels. YA graphic novels. Yes, yeah. thank you. Boy. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, I think we're bringing things to a close. All right. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next we'll miss time. miss you. Are you not going to say you miss them too? I miss you too. Oh.